Hello, I'm Matt Bergman, and you are listening to the Punk Rock Libertarians podcast, episode 146. I'm here tonight with Jared Schneiderman. Yo, yo. Philip Dazzing. What's up? And Philip Proctor. Yo. Yeah. So probably the number one topic of, of this week, the most the most topical issue right now, I would say, would have to be the uh, fucking Chase uh, Rachel's book, right? So, you know, and, and to give everybody a little bit of backstory on that, if they're not aware. So uh, Chase Rachel's um, wrote this book. I believe it's called uh, White, Right, and Libertarian. And, you know, apparently the story goes like this. Correct me if, if I'm wrong here. But for, from what I've read, it's um, like he sent this book to Hans Hermann Hoppe, and he asked uh, Hoppe to um, write a preface for it. And uh, so, uh, and apparently, uh, according to Chase, at least, um, he's saying that uh, Hoppe had the entire book and the title, and he, he gladly wrote the preface. And, and so, you know, he obviously consented to do the, to do this book under that title. Then. Um, uh, apparently Chase Rachels sent a, a copy of the b- book's cover or the cover that he was considering and uh, w- to which on the cover it, it depicted um, a helicopter ride yeah <laughs> for um, what was it for uh, feminists Muslims uh, communists communist okay I thought it was gay people too I wasn't sure I, I haven't said I, I thought it was a joke at first so I when I saw it it almost looked like it was a Something someone did in their paint. Like, I thought it was just like a joke, but apparently from what everyone was telling me afterwards after I saw it was that it literally was the original co- uh, cover for it. Because I believe the original story that when I saw it was uh, the uh, web page or uh, Facebook page, Fakertarians made a post pretty much calling out Chase Rachel's like, like saying, hey, come and come and, t- you know, defend yourself because we're putting you on blast on this and about the story bar. Apparently, Hoppe backed out on it when he uh, saw the book, but. Chase Rachels is saying no. He saw the co- the original cover, so um, they're doing redoing the original cover. So I, that's what I first saw about it. And that can go, I think that was said, Friday. She said, yeah. yeah. So, so like apparently th- th- this cover, like it seems like Chase kind of went back and forth on it. Like at first it, it was like the possible cover. He would just needed to run it by hop, and then then he started to referring to it as uh, incendiary, you know, and it was like. Uh, it, you know, it kind of seemed like he, he he was trying to back out on that. And then uh, he was trying to, like, you know, apparently talk to, like, uh, Stephen Kinsella. And he was saying, uh, well, you know, if, if I change the book to uh, Western, the right, and uh, uh, libertarian. The West, the right, libertarian. Uh, yeah, something like that. And he's like, you know, would uh, Mises uh, publish the book? And then Stephen Kinsella replied back with a simply, not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, That's hilarious. Yeah, it's, it's funny, too, because I was talking to John Vibes the other day, and John Vibes was, like, uh, telling me, he's like, man, and, and he's like, I, I'm all, like, concerned over here about only selling 4,000 copies of my book. And then, meanwhile, you know, Chase Rachels is all excited about selling 4,000 copies of his book and, you know, referring to it as the ANCAP Bible. Dude, <laughs> is that, is that all he sold of? Uh... Uh, of the ANCAP Bible, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, this is this has been uh, pretty interesting. And, uh, like, I, I think a lot of people... Um, it, I, I think it's pretty funny because, like, uh, I, I'm seeing friends, like, post stuff like, 
oh, I, I'm not his friend anymore after this, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, that was me like six months ago, you know. It, it's I, I think it's sad. Are you the hipster taken... of, of not being friends with Chase Rachel no, anymore? <laughs> okay, dude, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Jared. You, you know me, dude. You know, I mean, as far as I, I can have a pretty fucked up sense of humor in that like pretty much anything is funny, right? Yeah. So I, I, like, I have a, a pretty high tolerance for things. Mm-hmm. Um. It's just Rachel's just comes off as like a, a total fucking dick bag, total fucking asshole, um, you know, a violent aggressor. Mm. Like he, he d- doesn't sound to be libertarian to me. And, you know, he's just a, he's just a dick bag. Yeah. Really, really. When it comes down to it. Yeah, I saw that. Apparently, I was just reading the post. Apparently it was on it was actually on Wednesday when Faker Terrence posted the uh, made the post and uh, Chase Rachel responded and said that you know he has emails proving that Hoppe wrote the forward for the book and was sent the entire manuscript uh, in the book itself, and um, he swears up and down that he knew beforehand. Maybe, but but, yeah. but Hoppe wants to take his name off of it now. Yeah. So, you know, if uh, but he, yeah, dude, I mean, even if even if Hoppe would have would have wrote the forward with a different cover but with that same title, I mean he's a piece of shit. <laughs> I, yes, I I think so. I mean, yeah. like, I that, mean look. that's kind of my opinion. And like, you know, I think it's pretty funny too because from what it sounds like, uh, you know, Hoppe wrote the. It sounds like Hoppe wrote the the preface after reading the book and knowing the title. He yeah. just he just didn't see that picture apparently. And it, it, but and what does it matter? Like, like, I mean, I'm sure whatever is in that book is, and, and, is I, honestly, much worse than whatever that fucking picture is. I, honestly, I, I don't think anybody's claiming that Hoppe saw saw the, the picture. So I, I don't believe that Hoppe actually saw the picture. But yeah, yeah. Whatever. So I the, mean, I, the fact that he did write the book was 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 uh, you know a little you know a little more of the same that you're hearing about Hoppe. So surprise, surprise. You know, mm-hmm. it's uh, you know he says some smart things, but he's also a bigot. You yeah. know, so it's it's kind of like uh, you know, it it's it, it sadly it um takes away from I think it detracts from the actual smart things that he says. Yeah, it's hard to separate the two. Yeah. So because like well, you know, it sucks because like I want to recommend things to people, like when people come up to me and they're like, "Hey, how can I learn more about libertarianism?" I want to give them. I want to be able to recommend them shit. Exactly. But a lot of the shit that I used to recommend, I can't anymore because it's either like Stefan Molyneux shit, which I have trouble recommending. Yeah, I because would. I have to say, like, smear, look, read only smearing. this. Don't look at any videos in the past, like, three years. Right. Um, and then, like, with Hoppe's shit, like, he has the argumentation ethics, which I think is pretty, pretty brilliant. But then I got to be like, yeah, just read that and then don't read anything else. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you can't expect people to do that. So I just I'm like, oh, Ron Paul, you know, which is fine. But I'd like to have more more of the shit that was influential for me. But it's it's. It's yeah, weird. I mean, it's funny because this discussion kind of reminds me of something I was just just hearing about, about like stuff with um, Hayek. They were talking about things like, yeah, once you know, there's something. Don't read anything him like in the '50s or everything. He kind of got back to on track with stuff like after in the, in the 1970s. So it's funny. It's just like this conversations kind of seem to repeat themselves in libertarianism. Hmm. It's just, well, I guess that's kind of. Uh... A little bit comforting, I, I guess. Yeah, it's just sad, man. All all your idols, you know, they all fade away some way or another. That's why, you know, don't. Well, that's always the case. Don't have idols. Philosophers or writers, you know. Oh yeah, like I like to only pick 
dead guys to refer people to because you know they can. It's all the grit. Yeah. Here's the thing. Yeah. But what dead guys do you know that haven't fucked up? I mean, for for the most Thomas Jefferson. I mean, for the most part, Lysander Spooner. Okay. And then Carl Hess. Like like those are my two favorite people. Yeah. And you know, one thing about Carl Hess is he went through such great like ideological translation transformations throughout like the his entire span of his life. You know. And then hearing him articulate on them is is just like totally interesting to me. He, he's just my favorite, one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite philosophers, no doubt. Yeah, you know. And as, as far as living, it's it's probably John Vibes, like yeah, I mean, <laughs> like seriously. So, um, yeah. So I don't know. What do you think about the, the Chase thing? Do you guys think that uh, people should forgive Chase? No, I, I'd forgive I Chase for once you hit the. Uh, why would you forgive him? Did he apologize? Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah exactly. Be like, oh, I'm sorry for being a fucking you, bigoted piece of shit. Yeah, once you delved into the white supremacist thing, you know, you're kind of done with you. Yeah. And yeah. I had never really heard too much about him. Uh, Cantwell was kind of where, like, I, doesn't he still work with Cantwell? Or he, didn't he... Well, Cantwell doesn't work with anybody. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> no, I, th- I think Disney's he's doing a podcast yeah, with Gerald with uh, Jared Howell or oh, something. <laughs> yeah, Jared Howell. That's what I'm thinking. Okay, yeah. So, but yeah, like I never really got into the. Fortunately for myself, like it wasn't until I started coming on here and listening to this podcast, like that I really start learning more and more about Chase Rachel and who he was. And I think like Alex told me stories too about him. Are, are you saying that we're giving like Chase Rachel's too much PR? <laughs> Maybe I guess, <laughs> I mean, but uh, but no, it's good. To, it's good to point these guys out and disassociate yourself from, you know, anyone that like. It's just like he, I don't know. I just like the whole the whole thing of it's just gross to me. I don't know. It's just it's so like unsettling and I don't. know. I'm trying to struggle to find the right word to call it, but it's just just gross. Like I, I, once you start getting that nationalist thing, like it's just so easy to disassociate yourself with. But it just sucks that he keeps using the words libertarian and. You know the media will pick up on anything that's kind of remotely racist, and I just don't like being associated with that. It's why it's one of the reasons why I don't really like going around telling people I'm libertarian, or when people ask me about anything, I kind of just like. So I don't like I don't like the label thing. But don't you think you're kind of seeding ground though? It's true. Like I, I if you see. just if you just let these people call themselves libertarians and you don't assert yourself, I mean, if, if that's they, if you don't identify as libertarian, fine. But they hijack. But the if word. you do and you're afraid to say it, I'm you're, not you're, really afraid. I just don't like having to answer for these guys and be like, "Whoa, what about Christopher Cantwell? He, you know, he was out there with the tiki torch. Uh, you know, yeah. do you carry tiki torches around? I, like, I, I, I get that it, was, but that was very problematic when I was like referring everybody to Christopher Cantwell. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, that never happened. Pull <laughs> <laughs> back. Well, oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fill down. Um, fill down. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I'm not saying you're obligated to or anything like that. I'm no, just suggesting yeah. that maybe it might be a good idea to kind of be like, hold on. Those people aren't really libertarians. Yes, at one point they called themselves that, but either they were just pretending to be libertarians, were using it to sort of get, you know, like the theory about Chris Cantwell where he was sort of trying to be rebellious by being libertarian, and then libertarians started to get a little more, more mainstream, so now he's got to be a a white supremacist. Well, I mean, or we, whatever it is. I mean, I don't know what his motivations are, but my point is, ideological if, if, if you start, trends. Yeah, if you start to cede your territory to people that claim to be libertarians but aren't, then Spread, you're you're just giving them more power. You know what I mean? That's fair. Um, yeah, that's, but I mean, I get, I get the, I get the not wanting to deal with it. hundred percent. I mean, I hundred percent get that. Because it's like it's it's almost to get to the point. It's like where do I start? Like you know, people like ask like, so Phil, what do you believe? I'm just like property rights. Well, just just say peaceful, peaceful and voluntary interactions between people. That's yeah, I know. I just, I just say individual freedom, limited government. 
Yeah. That's fair too. It's fair, yeah. I mean, it, but like on my Facebook, it says um, for political ideology, I put down drapedomania, which is the uh, which is the fear of like it's what it's. You guys, do you guys know what it is? Yeah, no. it's okay. a bullshit cop out. That's what it is, dude. <laughs> what is it? Drake, Drape, drapedomania, I think, or, or drapedophobia, I think, or whatever it is. It's it's pretty much just what it was. What doctors in the 1800s would would say slaves who tr- kept trying to get away and try to be free they said uh, that they were actually sick in the head with this disease that's what it was yeah. oh, okay. so, well, okay, so, yeah, so i just i cool. thought that was funny and i just put that's that up there cool. yeah. so i i don't know I, I like i said like i'll still like refer myself libertarian but it's just i don't like putting it out there like people like i don't know because you just i hate having to be associated with anything like with these with like because i like a lot of stuff hoppa says but then he goes on this kick about the Western values and Christian values, and I'm just like that's I don't I don't I just I don't know just gross like hey, I just hey Jared question under political views what if you just wrote Jew <laughs> it's not really a political view man I, I know it, <laughs> it makes sense I, I know it would be I mean dude you could just be having some pride bro I mean but, but I no don't so, have pride so like I, I'm just I know you don't man. I'm just fucking around so dude what what do you put under political your political views on Facebook. I don't know. It's been it's been a long time since I've looked at that shit. Yeah. Um Yeah, what do I have? I don't know. Probably like I think I put voluntarist or something. Yeah. I think I think I'm like uh libertarian, uh bleeding heart anarchist, uh, voluntarist, like something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a lot of words. It's yeah. <laughs> bleeding <laughs> well, heart it, anarchist. Well, yeah, it, it's basically like I, I don't know. I, I don't want to just post like like any one of those, but uh, or maybe if I was going to post one, it might be just voluntarist. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I, I like that term a lot it's, better. Yeah, and I guess it just boils down to preference. I know it's just I know these guys aren't like the big people. I mean, this isn't like Ron Paul making a heel switch, you know, becoming like a huge white power guy. That would be really disappointing. But I never looked up to Cantwell. I never barely even heard of you know Chase Rachel's, Jared Howe, or any of these guys. Like it just sucks that like these, there's. Like them, and then you get like the socialist libertarians going around saying that they're libertarians, and it's just like I don't know how that w- could possibly I, yeah. work. The the best thing I could get out of that is that back in the eighteen hundreds, the word libertarian was more what we call socialist today. So they're just essentially just trying to take their word back. Well, like, can we take uh, liberal? <laughs> can we take liberal back? That's a, yeah, it's yeah, essentially yeah. like that. So that's what I, mean, I got out of it. Semantics, shamanics. Yeah, right? I mean, personally, you know, I, I do like the term liberal because I mean, all it really means is is tolerant. And yeah, I'm I'm the most tolerant. We're, we're the most tolerant people in that we're talking about like not aggressing violence on anybody. It's true. You know? So yeah, I think we're, we're like the most tolerant people. Um, but yeah, I was thinking about it. I, th- I think actually what I posted on Facebook was like liberta- uh, bleeding heart libertarian, voluntarist, and anarchist. So, and it's like the thing with like bleeding heart, it's like all, all that saying is, you know, you actually care about people. Yeah. And it, it's like, and I, th- I think it's important for libertarians to point that out because I, I think like all too often, um, it's like everything we say gets uh, misconstrued as some sort of like selfish thing when in actuality, I mean, we just think it would be, uh, you know, better for everybody. Is that a segue to Jordan Peterson? Um, yeah, so I actually did not see the whole Jordan Peterson thing. Well, we're, so we're really skipping over. Yeah, but, I, but I didn't uh-huh. mean. I mean, we can, we can loop back. <laughs> hey man, we don't I just thought he was yeah. going somewhere with yeah, it. Yeah, dude, he was. He was just taking it. He was taking it for a far, dude. Okay, yeah, and he all was right. Just like fucking. Well, you said misconstrued and. Dude, Jared's like warming up the helicopter over here, man. I, I don't, <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, 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 I'm just joking. So it, it's uh, I don't know, man. So yeah, the, the whole chase thing is uh. 
I don't know. It's pretty fucking crazy. But it, it, it's also it, it's uh, it's it's pretty safe to say that a, a lot more there are a lot more enemies of Chase Rachel's now, and I, I think that's a good, good thing. Yeah, it's going to say yeah, good. It's yeah, a great good. way to put it. Yeah, I think that's a good thing, and I, I think really like people are gonna really have to second guess. Um, any sort of like business dealing or, or website or internet dealing or any sort of dealing whatsoever with him after he um, after he like took screenshots of all these private converse conversations and then published them and just threw them out there for uh, the world Dude. to see. Yeah. I just, so. why would you want to deal with him in the first place? Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's like, why do you want point. to deal with a fucking white supremacist in the first place? Like, and like when the, uh, in the, like that I, should be enough. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently, this trans man that he was dating once that came out and was and just recently and said that he was being sexually aggressive and assaulting her, and I, just all these crazy things. Like from the jump, like it just sounded like, why would you stay with this guy? Dude, this like, whole story sounds like something you would read in one of those like uh, supermarket tabloids. It does. It does. <laughs> and there's some really outlandish shit that's just like I, I, I don't put it past them, but. Especially after hearing things that I've heard before, and like you know, like stuff like stories like Alex said, and 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 just just hearing just hearing everything from what you guys said because like I said, this is where I mostly found out about him. So it's I just from the from the get go, like why would anyone want to associate with him? Why would anyone still to this day? You know, I don't know where situations. I don't know if he's still doing the Blue Ridge Liberty whatever. Uh, what is that? Was he a part of that? Yeah, he, yeah that's why he's in Asheville. Mm. He's apparently it's like a the commune they have down there. It's like a pot commune. Yeah, I, I think I think he had a falling out with uh, one of the other guys that was doing it. Okay, and then uh, like like apparently um, Alex Miller was thinking about going down there, but then he had a falling out with Chase Rachel's. Yeah, that's Which, what he was telling you know, me. Alex like, Miller's a, a pretty nice dude. Yeah, and, uh, like well before yeah. all this shit went down. Well, yeah, like well well before I and I unfriended him on Facebook. Um, like I I stuck there along with him because I wanted to see what was going on, you know. But it was like, uh, and every now and then I would like, uh, kind of like comment on his shit and, and fuck with him a little bit. But yeah. I was in, intentionally not doing it enough to that would get me blocked because I, I wanted to watch the disaster kind of, you know. Mm. But then, uh, like, eventually he just says some shit where I'm like, oh, this is fucking ridiculous. Fuck this guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, just totally fuck this guy. You know. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess I guess we can move on to Jordan Peterson now. Since of that awkward segue, <laughs> um, I, I thought it was a brilliant segue, dude. I'll sure, th- I'll get. <laughs> I'm just fuck with you guys. Yeah. So when was uh, this? When was this actual uh, his interview? I don't know the woman's name. Uh, I know it was somewhere it was a British television, and I, I don't know if this was a recent interview. I, I, I believe it. It is considering how the the responses to it, the memes have been amazing oh. from. <laughs> From this whole interaction, but it was like a half hour interview where he, you know, he's pretty much, she just kept feeding everything, like every type of like. After everything he said, she just twisted it up (laughs) so bad. She just straw manned him at every, every time. But he shut her the fuck down. He crushed her. Like who is Jordan Peterson? I don't think I heard about him. The first I didn't week. either. I, really? He's a he's a he's a Canadian. Dude, I've been following this guy for like a year now. Something or other. I found out about him so, through Tom Woods. So yeah, he's a Canadian, or he was a Canadian professor. I'm not sure if he still works for the school, but he was for a while. He was putting out lectures, um, kind of. I think we were talking about this shit before, like Joseph Campbell. Like, that kind of shit. Um, you know, talking about, like, archetypes and, like, 
you know, ancient uh, mythology and like how, you know, it, it kind of comparative st- mysticism. Yeah. Or comparative. Yeah. Comparative mythology. And, uh, you know, mythology, extrapolating, sorry. extrapolating like morality and, and meaning and sort of that kind of stuff from it. Um, and then uh, but then he sort of got caught up in this whole um, this whole thing that was going on up, up in Canada where they were trying to pass a law. <laughs> Which they did pass, which said that basically, you know, if you don't use people's like gender, Jesus Christ, Phil's dying over here. Essentially implied that if you don't use if you don't use people's preferred gender pronouns, you know, which could range of like infinite amounts, then you could theoretically be. So like if you were, if you were, if crime. you want to play like along with somebody's imagination. Mm-hmm. So. And so he saw this as sort of like an attack, not just an attack on um, speech, traditional values, but also like attack on, yeah, on freedom of speech. And so he um, he basically refused to abide, to basically abide the, the law, but made the distinction in this interview that he never said that he would not call somebody a pronoun. He never said like he wouldn't uh, he wouldn't respect somebody's. If someone said, can you call me she, he wouldn't say, like, no, I'm calling you he. He was more talking in the broader scheme of things. I will call you Xantar. Um, you know, it's, check, out, check, out what he, uh, check out what he said for a little bit more nuance of that. But anyway, so, yeah, ever since that happened, he's been on, like, Joe Rogan a few times. He's been on, um, he's been on Sam Harris's podcast a few times. And then... So he was steadily growing in popularity, and then all of a sudden he did this interview on, like, what is it, Channel 4 in Toronto? Or out of Toronto or something? Oh, no, no, Britain's Channel 4. I was going to say, yeah. I thought thought it was a BBC. Sorry, I'm reading reading a bunch of fucking (coughs) words on this page. Yeah, he's he's been, like, mega viral now. And, yeah, this this, this debate went viral because it just really demonstrated how some people... Particularly on the left, but you know the right does it too, of course. Um, will will strawman people, and so he's you know talking about how, you know he he you know he he was at one point he's talking about how you know women, you know feminine traits particularly. Um, okay, so he was sorry. Let me back up a little bit. So he was sort of explaining the 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 notorious wage gap, right? Which doesn't exist. Which doesn't really exist. Yeah. And or at least not in the sense that, you know, the hardcore third wave feminists want to say it does. Right. Um, you know, and he was pointing out the fact that, you know, women tend to choose to go into fields which are lower paying, you know, like teaching, like nursing, whereas men will go into high powered fields like finance and, uh, you know, lawyers and, and shit like that. Um, uh, uh, pimps. Pimps, um, whereas women will be hoes. <laughs> um, Jared, just kidding. Um, but uh, and you know, women in in jobs will tend to be even even in jobs um, that aren't in those fields will tend to be a little bit more passive and not sort of fight for the additional. You know, to fight for Steps. raises and, and yeah. yeah, and fight to like you know. Yeah, it's just like go, the common, go up the ladder. Just the common thing you ever hear, you know, that you can just dispel the whole entire wage gap. He was just going on about it with her, and she just every single time she was just putting words in his mouth, 
and he's just going. He was like batting right back with her, you know, just going right back and forth. And it was yeah. hilarious. And she was, and you know, he's just pointing out like these are just sort of like the biological things at play. It's not to say that women can't behave more quote masculine and yeah. end up as CEOs, which they do. It's just in general, these are the traits that men and women have. And you know, she was like, "Oh, so what you're saying is like, men, women should be more like men. Like, yeah. yeah, like women are or men are better he than women." Kept, he kept his cool. He kept dude, his he was, cool. He was amazing, dude. No, he was like a I'm Jedi. Saying. Yeah, he was like a Jedi of debating, just like not getting flustered. Just yeah, it was awesome. And then he, uh, and then it came to one point where he was talking about how, um, uh, shit, what was he talking about? Oh yeah, the free the free speech thing, where he was like. She was like, why do you think it's okay to say what you want around, you know, let's say in regards to transgender people about the pronouns, um, if it offends them? And he says, well, you know, free speech means that you you don't have the right to not be offended. And he says, you know, you've been offending me this whole program by what you've been saying. However, that's fine. Like, I'm okay with that, you know? <laughs> and then... He's like, that's how that's how conversation happens. That's how tough conversations happen. And then as Susie sh- said that, she like locked up. And, and she, she admitted, was just like, she was like, I can't even like uh, ten can't. seconds of <laughs> yeah. silence. Yeah, she was like, you admit it, you got me, you stumped me. That's what she yeah. said. She literally said that. And then she kept she was oh she was digging trying to find a response. She found one, but he still shot her down, and it was just hilarious. And he got, it was like the opposite yeah. of Gary Johnson. The, oh God, like, yeah. like Jordan Peterson handled the, the opposite of Gary Johnson. I mean, he's got so Just much with, like all the gotcha questions. He was like, I mean, when the whole thing came up in in Canada, he was like, "No, I'm gonna say what you know. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna, you know, pay attention to this law." He's like, "And if you find me, I won't pay it. If you come to arrest me, I, you know, like I'll I'll resist." And he's like, "And if you put me in jail, I'll go on a hunger strike." He said, "I'm not gonna abide by this law. It's ridiculous." Hmm. So I thought that was pretty badass, and like this whole those anyway. crazy Canadian, <laughs> oh yeah, wild so, men. So it was awesome. Like I totally recommend it. And the memes that have come out of it are just priceless. Yeah, they, they won the internet this week. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Um, definitely check him out. He just came out with a new book called like it's like Twelve Rules of Life yes. or something like that. And it, I, it was great. Uh, I couldn't buy it yet on Amazon. I don't think. Well, it came it's out. It came out this like. Week. They're like so recently. Then. Yeah, maybe a few days ago, maybe like last weekend. And some people were criticizing because I think one of the things he tells people are like it's a kind of like advice or so. I don't know if this is an old book or this is the no, book we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's twelve rules to like live your life by so, or something. Like one that. of the things he was like always stand up straight and like or something like that and like yeah. stand straight and I'm like that's like awesome because it's like that's what I teach my kid like I, I, my son I always tell him like you know or my and my daughter I tell him like stand up straight look people in the eye like don't you know be confident when you talk don't mumble. Don't look yeah. down like me. So it's like cool. It's just like seeing like him saying that and like just kind of reaffirms like my parenting. <laughs> you were like, saying somebody was criticizing that? Yeah, someone was saying like that's dangerous talk or something. I don't know. <laughs> what? It was one of the dumb comments. You know, I always go down the that's wormhole dangerous. in the comment section. So. <laughs> never, never, I mean, I guess never, if you're walking down the hood, maybe like. <laughs> that's just me. That's cool. So, um, what's this next? Uh, Tom Brady tax? Yeah, this is um, this is what I one of the things I was just reading about, just found out about. Um, so everyone, you know, uh, doesn't know that Tom Brady's the quarterback, obviously one of the best of all times uh, for the Patriots, and he's playing the Super Bowl this week against the Eagles, and um, 
it's funny, their backup quarterback is named Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo, and he played for the team for over eight games. So he, and, But he got traded midseason to to uh for, to the 49ers. And so he's kind of like their top prospect quarterback. Did he stand for the anthem? Said <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I'm not going to go down there again. But anyway, but the whole point is, is so he was on the team for more than 8 weeks, so by the collective bargaining agreement, he's entitled to their playoff winnings even though he's he's not with them anymore. So the team wins, he gets the money that as if he was on the team himself. So, well, apparently the, what they, everyone found out is regardless of what happens, um, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to make more money as a starting quarterback on another team is not in the playoffs. He's going to make more money for the Super Bowl game than Tom Brady will, because apparently, essentially, what it boils down to is that Tom Brady not only has to pay Massachusetts state tax for his earnings, but there's a, I think Minnesota is the second highest um, state income tax. I believe the income tax there is nine point eight five for income. And he's going to have to pay what they call duty days, which is any day he's in oh, in <laughs> in Minnesota, he has duty. to pay. He has to go up a percentage of payment towards his, any earnings he collects from winning the Super Bowl, which would be uh, if he wins, it's one hundred twelve thousand. If he loses, it's fifty six thousand. So he has to pay their state tax on top of his state tax, and it's just absolutely incredibly mind-numbing on how this shit works so so tom brady has to pay that but does every player have to pay well that yeah every player okay, it's just gotcha. when we're just compor- yeah. comparing quarterbacks every player has to pay it um because the minute that's the way minnesota has the rule set up is that's if you're bullshit. there it's they call it duty days i believe is the word like you wouldn't want to go to minnesota to play I, I know why don't you just like not send it to why don't you just punish the cities that have those like uh heinous tax laws yeah i know and it's you crazy know? somebody's got to pay for that stadium because uh, I think the state income tax in, he said in Massachusetts, I believe that's where he lives, is only like six point one or something that's, like that. That's high though. Yeah. It, well, I mean, California's is thirteen point three. Yeah, that's the highest in the country. So and it just blows me away. You know, it's Super Bowl time here is, and Jimmy Garoppolo, who's just a starting quarterback on another team, has nothing, hasn't been in the team in weeks, is still going to make more money from this Super Bowl than Tom Brady will, regard win or loss. Brady, uh, Brady ain't hurting, Just because he's not physically in the state? Yeah, because he's not in the state, and he, he doesn't have the, the duty days. Like, like It seems kind of double jeopardy for, like, two states to charge these players. Double jeopardy. You know? <laughs> I mean, right? It's more like double-armed robbery. Or, like, the, yeah. fed, or like yeah. the federal government and the state government. Double-ass-raping. Like, isn't that double Yeah, double so I, I guess it's kind of triple jeopardy, right? Because the federal government's going to rob them, too. Yeah. Doubly, it's, doubly I mean, anal penetrated by the state. I mean, I mean, could we get like the Pakistanians in here? I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, it's fucked up. They don't play football. Yeah, like it's really fucked up. And I just, but I mean, <laughs> I don't. I'm just saying that that's three different. Uh, what about the world that's, government, that's three dude. What about the three NWO? Different Rob, Rob, yeah, the UN. You know, could 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 they maybe do it? Who, who knows? Wow, could be the Illuminati. It's fucking crazy. We've got a lot of protection agencies robbing Illuminati. people. You know. Um. So, I guess. Uh, Guess that leads us into the XFL. Mm. So the, the XFL, I'm just hearing about this like last <laughs> night because I I don't give two fucks about football, but uh, yeah, Sinner. I know, dude, I know. <laughs> we'll get you some Vagisil. It, it's gonna be all right, okay? So no, but it, it's like uh, you know, honestly, I I just never cared about football. Like I'll go to a Super Bowl party every now and then and like just hang out with people, but you know, I'm just not a into watching football. Contact sport, a team combat. It's see, I, I would sport. be more into like playing football, you know, with you guys out in the street than watching football. You know what I mean? 
it's yeah, it's you like play with us bro fair enough no but i'm, I'm just saying it, it's, it, like for me it's, it's just like watching the same game over and over again i mean that's just what it seems like to me i'm just not that much into sports i just ever since i got into music i've kind of had tunnel vision you know i'm into like you know movies movies just i'm i'm into movies and music and not much sports so um but you know when i was a kid i, w- I was into wrestling and it was when I was when I was, well, real, was getting gay by the minute. Like when I was really young, okay. Like I I, I saw kidding. some wrestling, and I I used to think, well, I like WCW more because it, it it's really? basically it, it, there wasn't. It's, well, I'm talking around like uh, 1989, 1990, 91. It was because of uh, I, I like I like them more just because it, it's not as fake. It, I, I see. I you know I, it's pro wrestling though, right? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Like uh, of course, like like to me. To me, like uh, WWF was just way more over the top fake, and then um, as I got a little bit older, I'm like, "Wow, this is ridiculous." <laughs> I mean, and, and I was just like, you know, because I, I had some friends that were into it, and I would watch it every now and then. And you know, I, I got into like Royal Rumble, Royal Rumble for Super Nintendo. I think yeah, it was like the best yeah. wrestling game of all time. I used to play it, it for N64, and like I appreciated the ridiculousness of it. So you know, if I, I think if XFL brought um, like you know WWF to football that would be pretty entertaining. Well apparently that's not what's going down. That's cheerleaders the... and thongs. <laughs> apparently that was the old XFL. This XFL is supposed to be according to McMahon he's like you're not going to see me ever again about this. He's like I'm hiring people to completely take us over. He said you won't see any no we're not cutting promos for any wrestlers on the sideline. He said we they're trying to make this more family friendly. So they want to actually make it competitive with the NFL. Yeah, I, this is what it sounds Which like. Which I think is a great move cuz the NFL fucking sucks. But no one can but no one can beat the NFL, man. Well, you it, can't compete you unless you can't compete, man. Not unless they can get the governments of those cities to give well, them handouts. The, the NFL right. used to be the the AFL and the NFL, sure. and now it's just and they the bought NFL. it out. So, but like now, but at least <laughs> I mean, at the very least, it might compel them to like suck a little bit less. You know? Yeah, but well, the biggest criticism of this is... Are you got, saying competition is a good thing? I might be. Like, what? I, I might be hinting at well, that. Well, I mean, like, doesn't it doesn't it kind of sound like the XFL seems to be, like, playing at, like, Trump's America and people that voted for Trump? You know? That's like, what, yeah. like the, the people that are just, hey, like, dude. triggered at, hey, at, like, at nobody standing at the game? Shut up. <laughs> no, but, but, I mean, that's who they're playing to, right? Because didn't they say that they were going to, like... Is that what it fo- is? Didn't they say that they were playing... The, that, that they were going to, like, force all the players to stand for the pledge? Oh, I yeah. didn't see. That. They said he like, said McMahon said this will have absolutely nothing to do with politics and they will be, like, be apolitical. Like there's no no social justice, no social you know anything like that at all. Like, so like, people are calling it the alt right football league. Like yeah, like, like <laughs> did he, did, but like, did he say like, that he's going to have the national anthem? I think people took that out of the context. I don't believe he actually said that. I believe people are kind of. If like, he was smart, he just wouldn't have the fucking anthem played. Or let the players stay in the locker room still. like they do in college or just not have the fucking the play. i know which is <laughs> yeah i mean retarded, i, so I, I think that would be cool you know because like the the nfl the only reason why they're playing the anthem is because like the government pays them off right well like i mean isn't that why they i don't started know about playing? the anthem isn't that why they well they, they do yeah they pay them like i think they said like nine million dollars or something like that they pay amount of money yeah well that was i think that was for like them to like parade the fucking trips yeah, around parade, on the field yeah parade the, but it's essentially i mean because beforehand the <laughs> national anthem was only kind of sung i believe in like playoff games or like super bowl game like it was only done at special events it really wasn't done at everyday you know Since random Oct- i mean as long as i can remember they've always done it 
I, that's what I, I always thought so, but I read that it wasn't something they've done recently. So, so apparently the XFL, he's just like, no, there's no social issues. We're not. This is not a political at any sort. This is what McMahon said. He said this is purely about football, and he's like, I want this to be safe. We're going to be innovative. We're, you know, this isn't going to be. You know, it's a fam- he kept on saying family friendly. <laughs> So I'm like, well, what XFL? Dude, I mean, family last... friendly, but you can, but there's no fair catches. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's how it was in the old XFL. Yeah. I mean, Dude, I was never big on it. I but... want he, I want he hate me to come back. <laughs> I want the return of he hate me. <laughs> this sounds like football meets Kyle Wagner. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like uh, I miss Kyle though. Like Kyle, it, it, is like, he dead? You know, it, like if you're watching, <laughs> no, Kyle actually has a cold. Oh, so <laughs> poor guy. Yeah. So. And are you okay? Are you catching cold, Phil Proctor? <laughs> I think Phil's got a cold too. Man, if you ain't choking. <laughs> so, uh, are you sick yeah. highly right now? Can you stop that? Dude. Okay, so. Uh, <laughs> it was not that. Yeah. I don't know. So, so what do you think? Um, Jared, Phil, told, uh, actually, all you guys are football guys. What do you no, think? Uh, like, just a little. Okay, just a little for you? Okay, cool. I just respect, a tip. I, I respect you more than the other two. Okay. Aww. So uh, Aww. no, I'm, I'm wow. just fucking. I'm just fucking with you guys. So it's like, uh, what do you think? XFL, yay or nay? I'm definitely going to be in, like, just I'll give I'm it a so shot. interested, dude. dude I'm auditioning for this shit. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> do I have cheerleaders? <laughs> but uh, uh, anyway, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, 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 you know, like for for me in sports. Like I just think it would be awesome if we had a sport like basketball, like I from, love, from I the movie it. Basketball. That yeah, so good. I feel like that would be like like the, the best sport. That, that's just how I feel. But feel like about said, like I'm professional a, sports. I'm a sports guy. Like I'll watch any sport. Like I don't know. Over the past like ten years, ten fifteen years, something like that. Like I if like Australian rules football. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that. Yeah. But it's yeah, amazing. Man. I love it. Like it come on. It would used to it used to come on like random networks late at night. Another and the, team combat sport. Yeah. I used to watch that on Rugby, Fox Sports Network. Yeah. Rules. It would come on at random times. Hockey. Like, I could watch. Yeah. So I love all sports. I, I used to like American Gladiators. <laughs> oh yeah. Dude. Bring that shit back. <laughs> Actually, I, I think it was on. They did bring like, it back a, a couple yeah. of years ago or yeah. something. I think I, I was in a hotel room somewhere watching. it. I think it. they brought it back on Spike TV, which uh, yeah, apparently that that channel is is gone now. They I mean, you can't have Spike in this day and age. No, man, <laughs> it's too yeah. much too much toxic masculinity. Oh, hey, hey, look, Kyle's watching. Hi, Kyle. Too much to- toxic Yo, Kyle. masculinity. Shout outs to my boy Kyle. Speaking of toxic masculinity, here comes Kyle Wagner. <laughs> Jay Wagner. <laughs> Miss you, Kyle. But uh, no, so I'm in on the XFL. I'm definitely gonna watch it if it's on TV. I'll watch it. I'll be, you know, I'll I have to watch it. But I, I just think it's the product isn't gonna rival the NFL because the NFL is so it's not like the highest of the high peak well, performance. Not, any, not anytime soon, but I mean, it could at one day. It could. I'm not. I'm not really not, But I'm definitely gonna watch. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Like I, I'm curious by it, N- not curious enough to watch. Probably. Did you, you know? say you're bi curious? No, I, 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 I said, I said I, I'm curious it. by it. Oh, okay. okay. Sorry. No. I didn't say I'm bi curious, dude. Is that just like are you just, just like wishful thinking over there, dude? Is that what's going on, dude? Maybe. Are, are you sweating this D? Maybe. <laughs> so oh. no, but I mean, like I'm interested. Okay, so if you made football more like the WWF, I would be like, oh fuck yeah! Like, well, that's what it, that's. That's what the original ridiculous fucking shit. That's what the yeah. original premise was. Like, well, and the guy, the, fir- the first, the first play, like Hulk Hogan, like, like so, the so, field Bergman, and shit, dude. so Bergman, you, you probably don't know what a fair catch is, right? 
No, I don't. So, okay, there's a rule that on a kickoff, if the ball's coming in and the player is about to get hit by other players on the other team. Like in a horrible, horrible way. In a horrible way. They can call a fair catch. And, you can't and then touch they them. catch it, but they can't run after they catch it. And you normally can't you touch can catch them. it and you can run, but they call fair catch, then they can catch it safely and not get hit. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because sometimes you can kick the ball up really high. And if you're looking at the time, and by the time right, it gets oh. to the guy, the other guy's already converged on him, right? So, but the in the XFL, they didn't have that rule. So <laughs> people were just dying. From just like people, wait, there's no way <laughs> people died. Not in the literally, XFL. not literally died, but like concussions, getting fucked up, Dude, <laughs> really bad. Like, and I think it sounds like Roman gladiators football. <laughs> you know? It was, and that's what it was aimed a at. A hit is brutal. Yeah, you know, so a, a 200 plus pound athlete just at full speed, at full speed. Well, yeah, and and on the other hand, like the NFL's done the opposite, where they've like moved the kickoff back or no up, so that they're more likely to get a. Um, a touchback and not have to run at all. Whereas the XFL was like, we want everyone to get fucked up. <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> so, so, so nobody actually died then. Nobody died. I bet like, well, on the yeah. first That's sports people, term, people like, getting fucked someone up. getting fucked and literally, up. Because yeah. well, before the game even started, they, I mean, instead of flipping a coin to see who gets possession first, they would just throw the ball and it would be kind of like a, you know, everyone just run for the, try to catch the ball, <laughs> yeah. try to get a the rugby, ball. A rugby scrum, exactly like a rugby, but scrum. not even as organized. Well, wow. during the, on the first game before That's the even game started, too. when rugby they did that, a guy awesome. separated yeah. his shoulder just trying to get to the ball on the first before the even game even started, just to establish possession. A guy separated his shoulder. That's on the first there game. Was of the other, XFL. There were some other rules. Like there was. They definitely didn't have any defenseless receiver shit. No, no, and that—that's what it was aimed at. Because when the when the NFL in the early 2000s started to get safer, people kind of like hit the backlash of all the tough guy shit, and just like, oh, you know, run the hard, run the damn ball, you know, hit him, hit him high, hit him high, you know, get physical, you know, that type of shit, like varsity blues style. It sounds like you're making fun of your peeps, dude. <laughs> hey, man, I, I like football. I like I like technical football of stats, and so I'm not about, like, the typical, like, you know, this, this game's too pussified, and I'm, you know, I, I, there's a war on football. I'm not like that guy, but but I definitely see what they're saying, there's and I mean, it would be cool to see, like, brutal football, but apparently this is what McMahon's saying. This is not going to be like the old XFL. So I'm wondering if he is trying to compete with it, because here's another thing. There's, um, they were saying that, like, he was trying to maybe, like, I guess the... I think some some right. I forget it's broadcast rights. I forget what or the collective bargaining agreement for the NFL expires in 2020. So I don't know if it has anything to do with maybe Trump trying because you know Trump's really this boys with McMahon. So I don't know if he's trying to. Get, so <laughs> really? I don't know if he's wow. trying to influence at theory? all. Yeah, it's oh, it's totally conspiracy. Dude, theory. Yeah, maybe wow. the whole Trump presidency is just a ploy to get the XFL back. <laughs> <laughs> I was just to give them some leverage, <laughs> the NFL leverage with the. Yeah. Uh, hey, what, if, what if Trump owes stock in the XFL? <laughs> this could be one of his 4D chess moves, you know. Like, like, wasn't Trump on wrestling one time? Am I imagining? Yeah, he got his head shaved by McMahon or uh, something like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> he was definitely on. On yeah. Wow. He was like on Raw or something. <laughs> and so, even after, even after he got um, uh, inaugurated, their like first few weeks, they had McMahon, his whole family. We're in there in the White House, and they took a picture behind. It's a, it's a pretty funny picture of them like in the Oval Office with Donald Trump, and it just like blows me away. You know, it, it, it's it's like it, I'm just thinking it's it's kind of funny to like think of like the impact of the the Trump presidency because you know I, I think with the Trump presidency, um, well I think Cantwell was was turning douchey ever before Trump came along. Yeah. Or he was always kind of douchey. He was but, always douchey, but yeah. he got progressively worse, and I think he even got worse when Trump was here. And it, it seems like. Uh, 
like Trump also kind of like kind of changed the way Stefan Molyneux went about things and mm-hmm. that like, you know, Molyneux w- would like fucking, which doesn't make sense to me. Molyneux would like fucking like curse Ron Paul and say it was like stupid to vote for Ron Paul. But then he's on uh, Donald Trump's nuts and he says Donald Trump is the first politician worth pay- worth uh, voting for. That's why I know? don't get. I don't. Yeah. So and then and then furthermore, you know, then Trump is also going to inspire, it seems, this uh, XFL thing, you know. So it, it's like, it's like he's he's affecting like like just like so many like aspects of uh, society and thought, and you know, I just some are, I don't know, are, are they good? Are they yeah. good things? <laughs> I mean, I guess the XFL would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who knows? I mean, I don't know if it'd be cool or not. It doesn't sound like we know because we we don't know. We know about the old XFL, but uh, apparently he's saying it's not going to be like that. So what is it yeah. going to be like? Good, but yeah. it's 2020 is what they're shooting for. Wait, 2020? Yeah, 2020. Oh. It's gonna be. They say he's two years to get all the innovation because they say they want to be safe. But it's who's still financing be in this? This it's got to well, cost at least a billion dollars. Well, he's saying he's saying. Well, apparently he's last got a time billion he, dollars alone. Him apparently McMahon had a lot of investors last time, and he I guess when the networks saw that they weren't getting a turnout for ratings wise they dumped it and he still wanted to go forward and so without the networks they had nowhere to broadcast it being in year 2000 you know infancy of kind of the internet and everything else so he had nowhere to go with it and he really wanted to keep going with it and he just had no one to go his investors backed up but apparently he's investing like 100 million in this thing himself that's a drop in the bucket what's what's the nfl worth Oh God! Billions. I don't even, yeah, billions. But I mean, in order, Wait, he he's investing a hundred million. McMahon is. Oh yeah. So, but he has his own. He has his own WWE network. So he could put his games on his own network. You know. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah, right. and people subscribe to that. It's only like ten bucks a month. It's like Netflix. Are, are you on there, dude? No, I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I know some people. Are, What's his network? It's the W. It's the WWE network. Oh. Kyle, are are you on the WWE network? <laughs> Comment in in the, in the chat. We're, we're interested, dude. And. Uh, <laughs> It's a shame you're not here because I, I packed up a bowl for you, dude. So now I'm going to have to smoke it. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. Uh, All right. Thanks, Brooke. Let's uh, moving on. Uh, Hillary Clinton. What? Who? That Who? bitch. Um, so she's uh, come under fire for uh, something that happened back in. What's that? Come? <laughs> C-U-M. I don't want to think of her in that insane. <laughs> you said it, dude. Bill um, yeah. Searching for the article. Searching for the article. Um, but it was something that happened back in 2008 um, where she uh, she chose to shield a top top advisor accused of harassment. And this, this came out in the New York Times, which has been known to not to be kind that of a fan of, of Hillary. Yeah. Um, so, you know, this is pretty damning shit. Uh, but basically this guy was just being a, a super creep. His name was Strider. <laughs> and, uh, his last name, I miss, it says Mr. Strider throughout the fucking article. Wasn't that a video game on Nintendo? <laughs> Star Fox? I don't Wasn't know. That 80s metal band? Oh, that was Striper. Striper, <laughs> Striper yeah. <laughs> Christian Rock, man. Um, yeah, so basically, uh, some people complain, or a woman complained that this guy was like touching her and like putting his arms on or his hands on her shoulders and kissing her on the forehead and creepy shit like that. And uh, Hillary basically, he brought it like she brought it right to her and she basically like ignored it um, until like 
much later, and then something was finally done about the guy. But basically, uh, her advisors came to assert, and it recommended that she fire Mr. Strider, and uh, she she did not do so. So, Fake Hillary, news. the uh, the penultimate or penultimate, the ultimate feminist. When it's when it's convenient. I yeah. mean, she did it, she dude. So I'm confused. You wouldn't give Hillary your Jew gravy. Uh, no. Is <laughs> it gravy? Drew gravy? Yeah, uh, Drew gravy. Oh, yeah. uh, my, uh, my, what about uh, my waspy gravy? Jew gravy. You mean, um, you mean my matzo ball soup? Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, that's gross. But, but hasn't Hillary, like, notoriously been accused of, like, covering up her husband's, like, sexual assault? And, you and know. being vindictive yeah. with uh, the women, but whatever. Well, but like, dude, she's a feminist, bro. She's she should have been the she's first woman president. Oh God, she no, like she is the ultimate just disgusting politician. Like she's willing to do anything ever to just to you know progress her own status and her own career. And it's just like it's the most typical politician I've ever seen, and people still like to think just because she's a woman. So it's almost like they're being sexist because it, like they're only supporting her because she's a woman. So they automatically assume she must be a feminist. No, did she's we talk just about a that bitch. SNL that SNL actor that got his, her face like tattooed on him? Oh, that's so gross! Like uh, one of the guys in the cast. I yes, forget his name because I, I, don't, I no, don't fucking watch that show. It's not anymore. funny. He's not I, worth I, it. I gave but up on it. It's like. Fucking ridiculous, man. Yeah, he got a tattoo of her face and posted it on Twitter on his arm. Like, what the fuck? Dude. That's, a, that's way worse <laughs> than the Bernie Sanders uh, tattoos I saw no going around. Dude, yeah, at least. I don't know, man. <laughs> like, I mean, they're both retarded. They're both retarded as hell, but at least, like, the Bernie one, like, you know, I don't know. There's at least something, like, kind of revolutionary about it, you know, whereas, like, Hillary Clinton. Jesus oh, Christ. God. Yuck. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> but it's, it's yeah. I think I saw I saw something earlier too when I was as I was strolling through Facebook. You know, some of the political propaganda that you know they they feed me. So <laughs> there was this video of like Debbie Wasserman Schultz talking about you know criticizing all the bonuses, all the thousand dollar bonuses that are be, being given out right now by uh, huge corporations since the Trump tax cut, and. She was basically saying uh, it's not going to affect the pro- the economy that much, and especially after taxes. And it's like, <laughs> whoa, you're a Democrat, it, you know? know? It's like, um, you know, n- not to say Republicans are much better, but at least on on taxes, maybe a little. They 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 talk a little bit of a better game, and they do it, talk it, it seems like the, the the Trump tax plan is relieving pure, some people of some talk. theft. But you should see an Occupy Democrats had this stupid video that all these people I know are all spreading around who know nothing about you know economics. They're saying all <laughs> these anybody who reposts Occupy oh, Democrats knows nothing. nothing about nothing. Well, they're they're <laughs> posting it because they're trying to say since this tax plan was passed, there's been 600 Sears stores have been closed and J.C. Penney. I'm like they were all Dude, going. They were all right fucking closed. You dumbass. <laughs> I know. It's people, called the fucking economics. retail industry has been dying for the past like 15 right? years. <laughs> I, it's like all stores are it's just God. It's so mind numbing, man. I, I can't. Yeah, Amazon like, Prime. <laughs> like, I'm just trying to understand how if if you're relieving people of theft and if they're keeping more of their money, how would this close stores? Wouldn't this be an economic opportunity? You know, isn't this one of Trump's wins? Like my buddy posted last night that um, 
he posted something like, this is one of my best friends since I was a kid, Ryan Long. He's awesome. He posted something like, uh, well, I'm saving 100 bucks with the, the Trump tax plan, so hashtag good Trump. But, you know, Trump's still uh, spying on us and something else, hashtag bad Trump. You know, so I thought it was an interesting post because yeah, that's it, fair. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally. I'll let you know when you say something wrong. <laughs> you know, it's and just going back like in Hillary Clinton. I mean, if you think about it, like when it when is she like, I just I don't know when has she been behind something championing women's rights or I mean, she's always on the other end of that. Like she just likes to pretend in, in front to these, the, you know, the third wave feminists and all these these social justice wars coming out like, see, I'm a woman. I'm a Democrat. Yeah, don't, oh, just don't look at any of my record. Just don't ignore that and just listen to what I'm telling you. And it's like I don't put it past her at all, like that she covered this up. Like it's it's just like add it to the list, the pile of garbage she's associated with. She's a terrible human being, a war criminal, and just an outright just like bitch. And I I fucking hate her. And I want bad things to happen. Tell to us her. how you really feel. She's a cunt. All right, she's a Whoa. cunt. All right. <laughs> I've already said that before, so I'll say it again. All right, I'll, I reserve that word for Clinton. No, all right, I've been I've been known to use that. <laughs> but oh, I have a message from Kyle. Kyle says no, he does not subscribe to the WWE Network. Oh, uh, uh, okay, cool. <laughs> I wanted to get a free a free viewing. <laughs> I want to hang at the. I wanted to hang out in the Kyle sphere to watch WWE. <laughs> I, I wanted Kyle's password. If you anyone know. has a password for the WWE, send it over to Jared, <laughs> please. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I guess next, you know, we were going to finish up on, like, crypto for the week. You know, so it, it seems like, you know, Bitcoin right now is, is at about, like, $8,500. So Wait, what? I thought you said you know, 11000 I'm sorry, $11,000. <laughs> <laughs> $11, <laughs> $11, <laughs> what? I'm sorry. Uh, okay, sell, sell, okay. sell. <laughs> okay, so it's, it's Sunday night. It's about, like, $11,500. You're yeah. causing a crash. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm a little intoxicated, okay? Fun, I'll tell you what. Anybody can do this sober, Okay. All right. So, <laughs> cheers. It's um yeah, so it's about $11,500. Ethereum's about like uh, 1250, I believe, or like somewhere in that vicinity. And uh Ripple, I believe, was at like uh 137. What do, what do you guys think about like uh Ripple for the long game? Do you, do you think it's a, a good uh long-term hodl? I'm an advocate of people making money, and I know there's a lot of principal people who are butthurt over Ripple. And they're like that's just a government that's just like a government scheme. I know people a lot heard about. It. I have, if I had the chance to invest in Ripple, I, I just, like I said, I've been kind of, I shut off my cryptocurrency thing until like you know later in the year, maybe I get some tax, my tax money back. Or so whatever. you have like a, a crypto chastity belt, kind of, of right now. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm holding out crypto butt plug. Like I said, like I want to get Nexus because like I believe in Nexus. Yeah, you know, totally. um, I want to get into that, and I, and I would like to own Ripple, but apparently it crashed, and people were really like so happy about it, and they were going on like, "See, I told you, this is awful." I mean, it did, this was really, this was like a week and a half, two it, weeks ago. Like it, it didn't really crash. It it, it did go. Well, like, what does like, crash even mean? Like yeah, yeah it's well, relati- still up, relatively. Yeah, it's still up from when I bought it. When I bought it, like same here. Back in. What was it back in November? I was maybe? gonna say I heard about it in November. In November, December. it was at like around a dollar, right? Mm-hmm. And currently, it's at a dollar thirty. Which I nah, mean, crypto. I, I, what? 
Yeah, I think it was more like uh, December something. Or maybe, I was gonna say know, it was maybe, maybe it was November. I, don't I can't. Know. Well, I, it was yeah, like, like Thanksgiving when I it, time it was, when it was I around a dollar as Let well. Let me see. I have my transactions in here. And um, it, it, yeah, it, it, I'm sorry. It was December 23rd when I bought it. Like, so, it's, yeah. it's still up from when I bought bought it. And then it's, it's. I think it's important to note because we don't want to get sued that you know we're not like uh, licensed advice givers on economics. And I think it's also important to say that that don't well, we can give advice on economics, not investing. It, though. It, or, <laughs> okay, in, in investing. I'm sorry. Yeah. So. But we we share an interest. Buy drugs. We we have an interest in ec- economics. Yeah, so Lots of drugs. Um, yeah. But and, and I would also I, w- I would advise anybody to not throw in any more than you're prepared to lose. Right. But, exactly. You know, like That's always the first. But rule. anyways, my point, my my point, going back to what we were talking about, my point with Ripple is, yes, I mean it went up to three dollars, which would have been like three hundred percent my initial buy in. It went up to about three fifty actually. So three hundred fifty percent. Um, yeah. Then it, I guess it crashed back down from then. But if you look at it in terms of like any like a stock, I mean it's up thirty percent since December, which for like a standard stock is 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 incredible. Yeah, Yeah. for a cryptocurrency, it's like, but like people are kind of spoiled right now. They're well, I mean even right here, like on the comments, uh, guy Steven just said Ripple is junk. People call people out, bro. Well, he's commenting on the internet. (laughs) So I'm I'm just trying to respond to the it's people, right. man. The people. No, it's fine. They no, want their I'm, voice to be I'm heard. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, so he you just respond says respond to the people. He says Ripple is junk. People are saying Tether is dangerous. Why wouldn't XRP be? Well, Tether is a d- whole different thing. Tether is yeah. essentially a cryptocurrency that's tethered to the dollar. Yeah, I heard about Tether. It's a, it's only at a dollar. It can only. It's, uh, I mean, it'll fluctuate. Like one oh one. Like they have two. to print more because the dollar deflates, so they have to like fucking yeah. keep printing more. And, like, people buy it up, so they have to maintain. Because the idea is it allows you, if you're, like, day trading, Uh instead of having to cash out to USD to, like, retain your value or whatever, um, or, like, put it back into Bitcoin or whatever, you put it into Tether, and it essentially would just hold your value at $1, at one US dollar. So, but, you know, the problem with it is it kind of, like... Why it not kind just, of defeats the purpose of like cryptocurrency. Exactly. Why not just hold it and cash out in your dollars? Then? Well, because well, I guess you can't, you can't do you that because on... you got to trade currency. So I guess tether you can trade tether for back for other cryptocurrencies. Yeah. So right? you can do yeah. You okay. Can do, okay. Yeah. So all right. So I see in that sense, but I just I was just like, well, it's only backed by, it's only for a dollar, right? Only, but do they have the here's the thing? Do they have all the dollars worth of everyone's cryptocurrencies out there? Like, could they? Are they insured enough? Do they really have those dollars to back it up? What do you mean? Like, do they say there's like 50,000 people have Tether, 50,000 Tether. If people were to cash out of that Tether, do they have $50,000? Well, you wouldn't be able to cash well, Tether saying, out like, to is US it backed? dollars. Is it backed by... Do they have the dollars they're saying it's backed up by? No, no, it's just a, it's just a currency. It's just a cryptocurrency. See, I was, I was, I was heard it was they were, it was being backed up by the dollar. So I, I mean, I could be wrong. Well, it's so. being, it's being tethered to the dollar. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, tether. Yeah, I don't know that they're printing. No, I don't think they have like. I could be wrong. Um, I don't. Know, I could be wrong too. Don't know. Yeah, like, I was curious how the uh, percentages but, work too. Like percentage of what? Of like, um, you know, so like, you know, like if I buy in. To like a, a crypto when it's say like five dollars and it, it goes up to a thousand dollars, you know, is is everybody who bought in going to get, um, you know, like would everybody get what they bought in at or? Like, well, they, you'd have to get somebody to buy it from you. 
That's word. how the market works. Yeah, I mean, it's just... Well, Coinbase makes it seem like, oh, you can just cash out any time and get dollars. But that's just because they keep a bunch of dollars on hand. But, like, in these ra other markets where you're trading cryptocurrency to cryptocurrency, you need someone to be buying or selling that specific cryptocurrency. Um, and you can see, like, when orders are filled. Like, I've had it be, like, where I bought, like, 50 Nexus, let's say. And then... Uh, and then, uh, hold on, sorry, I got caught up in a comment on here. Um, yeah, Steven's kind of getting back and forth with us. Okay, uh, but what was <laughs> I saying? So, what, what was I talking about? <laughs> we, I mean, we're talking about, like, a tether is what we were essentially well, first not, talking about. But he's talking about percentages. To me. But, uh, yeah, Matt no, I'm saying, okay, China. so you buy something, and, like, I've had it where it be where it takes a few minutes for, like, Maybe like 30 minutes for all my entire order to fill because someone has to buy it, right? Yeah. Someone has to buy it. So like I'm selling or I'm buying Nexus for with Bitcoin mm -hmm. and someone has to be willing to sell their Nexus for Bitcoin. Like, you know, that's obviously how, so that's how market buyer. works. Yeah. yeah. So you're just waiting for a buyer. And, but and yeah, theoretically, like, you know, you could – something could skyrocket and then, you know, that's with all these fucking pump and dump schemes that keep happening where they'll go in and be like, oh, yeah, everybody – Everybody, uh, everybody, pump up this fucking stock or this fucking cryptocurrency, and then we'll sell it. And then the last person that sells it, basically, there are no buyers for it, so they get stuck. With what's called holding the bag mm -hmm. is the term for it. And basically, I mean, couldn't you just call it holding the sack? Holding the sack, <laughs> yeah, holding their nuts, tugging the sack, um, squeezing the sack, cupping the balls. <laughs> But yeah, no, I'm not a fan of Ripple. Um, going back to what Steven's talking about, I'm not a fan of Ripple. Like, uh, I mean, yeah, it's a like he's saying, it is essentially it is a centralized policy of printing. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, you know, they they they. I think they have. I don't know. What do they circulate? Like, how many how many Ripple are in circulation? Is it a billion or something? Or is it like not I think it, I think it's like isn't it like sixty eight seven billion or sixty eight million billion? I'm sorry. Yeah, Jesus something like Christ. that. So they have. While it's not inflationary, or, or, or maybe it's like thirty seven billion. And That's I, still I, a ridiculous I think, amount. I think Stellar's yeah. like seventeen billion. I think it's like about half of Ooh. Ripple. And it, it's for me personally, I, I feel like I've done better with uh, Stellar than I've done with Ripple because mm -hmm. I bought into Stellar at like thirty five cents. <laughs> And I got like a thousand of them, and so you know that cost me like about three hundred and fifty dollars worth of Bitcoin, and right now it's uh, it's worth about um, I think like six hundred and twenty six hundred and twenty dollars worth of Bitcoin. So I've, yeah. I've damn near double my profits, you know, since since I bought in. Nice. So like I said, I'm all for people making money. I just, but I know there's a lot of purists who don't like the idea of it at all. And if you're just looking to make money on stuff, which I mean. Well, be I mean, what you, you should be looking are. to do is is make more Bitcoin with it. So you yeah. should be looking to like get as much as you can out of Ripple and then move it over to Bitcoin. Okay, so so th that was actually a that was actually a question of mine because like I've actually sold off all my Bitcoin to buy altcoins, and like all, all, you know, and like for instance with uh, Ripple, you know, I, I think Ripple could be uh, doing pretty well in a couple of years. Um, and then with Stellar being made by the people from Ripple and having more scarcity and apparently being better for to use on a one-on-one -on -one basis, like like if if Matt and Jared were you know wanted to um, you know send each other wealth back and forth, it, it's uh, it seems to be better for that. 
and you know it, it's got the scarcity going on going on with it. If you look at the market, I mean, look, cap, you can speculate with all these different altcoins, and some of them might succeed, and some of them might not. The thing is, like Bitcoin, as far it, it, it's, as far, it's, it's it's the gold. It's yeah, it's the gold. I mean, and I think it's more than gold. I think you know, there's they're making a lot of. I'm seeing like every day, I'm seeing more about the Lightning Network, and just all these different proof of concepts that are coming out, and you know, they were able to like get transaction fees down to like pennies or something, and. Uh, you know, I just I feel like there's way more like there's first of all, there's way more sophisticated developers in that than I've seen aside from like Nexus, which has just crazy, like just crazy ambitions. All right. All right which so, which I'm not saying won't happen. All right, and all right. I, I believe in it. But I'm saying like Bitcoin seems to have the largest team of developers that are actually committed to um, to not just like going off on on wild tangents like Roger Ver. <laughs> and just like completely like doing crazy shit, like they're actually yeah, focused know, well, on like well, a sustainable, like you know, slowly improving thing. And yes, you know, currently, although transaction fees did recently drop. All right, all right. Well, well question, uh, question. We don't get, we don't. We, everybody knows we don't give political. Um, we don't give. We don't uh, get political. <laughs> we, we, we don't give uh, financial <laughs> advice, right? Or what is yes, it? I'm not giving financial okay, advice. Okay. I'm just criticizing. But, okay, and, but uh, so if 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 you, Jared. If you had a friend, we're not just talking. We're hey, hey, Jared, just talking. Jared, if you had a friend who who was going to throw like a thousand dollars worth of Jew gold in the crypto right now, where would you tell them to put it? How would you have them disperse it? I mean, I would probably say. I mean, these numbers are arbitrary. I haven't really thought about it, but yeah, I would I'm, say I'm, I'm off, curious, off the yeah. top, I would say like off maybe put off the tip, maybe put like seventy five percent in Bitcoin. Seventy five. Wow. Or maybe fifty to seven. Depends on what well, depends on how like how uh, bold you want to be. Like, like if you want to really like just t take a lot, take on a lot of risk and like yeah, increase see, your portfolio I'm, exponentially. I'm not doing that. I'm pretty much what you call like the crypto basic bitch. Like, look, like, there's I'm way only more... on I'm only on Bitcoin, uh, Ethereum, and uh, Litecoin, and I've just been hodling, holding, whatever you call it, uh, that the entire time and before I start going venturing off into like Nexus and stuff, which I really want to buy. I know I keep saying it, but like once I get in like Cryptopia or whatever, I want to get into there and get some. Yeah. So, you know, if you want to take more risks, if you're like, you know, I don't know, like a, a young guy, you, you got, you don't have a family or, you know, you got a lot of disposable income and you don't really need to like, um, hodl Bitcoin yeah, per so, se, so did, then I would say, then yeah, I would say maybe Don't spend 50, more than you can afford to lose, well, of course. That's number one, but number two, as far as like a more riskier portfolio, I, altcoins are more risky. Of However, course, well, they yeah, have, yeah. right now, I think they have the greater upside where you can have, you know, a random altcoin just 5x in like a day. You know, that can, that happens every day. Um, now you got to know when to like dump yeah. it. And like, but not, it's like same not, thing with stocks. Brutal. It's like the same thing with stocks, right. you know, right. day traders. But mine is, I'm more focused on like, you know, most mine's in Bitcoin and then like the next two highest are Litecoin and Ethereum. Not in that order. I think it's Ethereum, Litecoin, then yeah. Nexus. Then I have like just a bunch of altcoins. How many that Doge I'm just kind of like have. hoping like one of them just goes off. Yeah. So, but, and but, then I can move that over to Bitcoin. Okay. But, but question, like what could you see, uh, what could you see Nexus being by the end of this year? I have no idea, dude. <laughs> I mean, I mean, could you see it maybe going to a hundred dollars? Looking to your of, crystal ball by the end of like two thousand eighteen. It depends on what are they planning on doing. That's the only thing I. That's the only problem I have with them is like, 
they don't seem to have a clear roadmap out. Hey, how, how about and probably when, how because about, a lot of what they're the doing is like top secret shit. How about how about when those satellites go up? Yeah, when the satellites go up, it's shit's gonna get nuts, dude. I know. <laughs> but is Fine. that gonna is that gonna happen this year? Yeah, probably well, not, right? Well, here's the thing: if you have a thousand dollars to put in, you know, um, you know, and if if you could get like a thousand dollars worth of Nexus right now at under seven dollars, you know, uh, and if it's worth over. If it's seven dollars now, and if it's worth a um, hundred dollars by the end of the year, it's a pretty huge gain, dude. That's, yeah, that's like ten uh, x, you know. True. Or, True. Or actually, yeah, fucking more than that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, Phil, it's <laughs> also it's possible, yeah. you know. Phil, do you own any any cryptocurrency? No. <laughs> <laughs> do you know? Like, do you know? Like, we're talking about like Nexus. Uh, no. Dude, so uh, okay, okay, so so we'll we'll talk about Nexus, even though we we talked about it before, and because I love talking about it, dude, it, it's it's like my favorite coin. So, um, it's actually uh, it's it improves on because Bitcoin has two major problems right now, as far as I, I can tell. Um, so the transaction fees are too high, yeah. and they take too long, yes. so it takes too much time. So Nexus improves upon those, and it also improves upon the security of the transaction. And uh, is it a separate currency or is it just trading Bitcoin? Well, yeah, Nexus is an altcoin, so it's another coin. There's about 1,400 crypto coins last time I checked. Of course, there are. Yeah, so well, and then you could you could put a lot of money into a smaller one if it's fractions of a cent. If it goes up to like two cents, you know, you can make a lot of money. You know, I understand the math. So, I mean, yeah, it's definitely pretty. It's pretty fun. So, um. But uh, I, I day traded stock for a while, so I, I I get the gist. Yeah, like like stocks, like I'm going to be a total retard on because I you know I've never fucked with them. Well, I I didn't in a broad way, just a narrow industry that I thought I could wrap my head around. Like, like stocks definitely interest me a little bit after getting into this, but at the same time, it seems like right now at least there's a lot more money to be made off of this. Thank yes, you. but more risk. Like. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, like, like I there definitely know. is more risk, dude. You just gotten lucky that none of the none of the shit that you bought has gone down. <laughs> I mean, it's like it, I've I had mean, some shit go down, but I I didn't put that much money in them. So yeah, I mean, like the, the only thing that I've lost money on since getting into crypto is Bitcoin Cash. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, because you know I got eighty dollars of that shortly after it went on to uh, Coinbase. And last time I checked, it was like worth like forty or fifty dollars. So that's, but I mean, it's like whatever. I lost thirty bucks, but if you look at my entire portfolio, you know, um, things have have done very well. well. Dude, I bought Nexus when it was at like twelve. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so did I, and then I got it ripped off by a yeah. fake Cryptopia exchange. Yeah. So it's um you know and well, the, it's the wild west of crypto. There there's crazy shit out there right now. But that's you know, why people I'm more made a lot of the, money in the long term in the long term stuff. Like I'm not that worried about it going down by fifty percent, which of course in the stocks world would be insane. But uh, in the crypto world, it's like okay, yeah, it yeah, went down fifty percent. That's like but, an hour. <laughs> but like yeah, but like in the in in a year, it could be like a thousand percent up on that. Who the fuck knows? But I don't know. Yeah, I I just feel like Bitcoin is easily is definitely the safest wet place to put. Your money, as far as crypto goes, not, not. Blue, in is it a blue probably. stock of the cryptocurrency? A blue chip stock? Oh, yeah, a blue chip stock. I of mean, the crypto world. as far as the crypto world's concerned, I mean, it's definitely the most stable, and that's saying a lot. <laughs> but like, 
yeah, I mean, you'll see. I don't know. Um, what the fuck is this shit? Is this some fucking spam on here? I, it looks like <laughs> it. <laughs> fuck off, Alex. Who is Alex? Alex Lip. Lip. Posting spam shit. Should I click on this? Yeah, probably should. 153news.net. American flag, American seems, flag. Seems legit, dude. No thanks. <laughs> it's one of those damn Russian bots they've been talking about. Yeah, you, you well, threw the election guys, for us. Well, God damn it. bad talking Hillary. Hey, 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 <laughs> Alex, why are you undermining our democracy? Hey, so, 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 Phil, well, let me tell you about. Let me tell you the rest about Nexus, though. Okay. Oh, my God, so, dude. No, but, okay, so here, here's why I get excited about Nexus. You got so, a big, hard one. It's, um, <laughs> so there's, there's definite improvements on Bitcoin. And then the the uh, the guy that founded it, his name is Colin Cantrell, and he comes at it from uh, a a purely libertarian perspective, from every, everything that I've heard. So, um, I, like, I doesn't love mean the, he's not a crook. Well, he, here's the other thing: like, his dad is um, fuck, what the fuck is his dad's name? Uh, Jim Cantrell, I believe, and his dad is one of the founding members of SpaceX. His dad is a billionaire. His dad is now working with a company called the Vector Project or something, or, or Vector. And uh, they're going to throw up a bunch of satellites that will put out, like, free internet. And uh, apparently you'll be able to trade your crypto off of these. Across the world? Off of these satellites, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, off the planet. Yeah, and in hearing Colin Cantrell talk about this, he's talking about, like, how it will, like, uh, you know, relieve people of uh, the censorship placed upon uh you know, by states. What? How far in that development are there? Where are these rockets? Um, like apparently, these rockets are going to go up to launch these satellites when, when? in 2019. So, so my, so I, I think by by 2019, when these satellites go up, you're going to have a lot of science dorks saying, "Fuck yeah, Nexus," you know, and uh, and. I don't know, like on, on top of that, like I feel like it's a it's a wise investment because when you look at the scarcity of of, of the coin, it looks like it could, um, it's it's around the same uh, number of volume as say a Litecoin, so and I, I think I think it would actually get um, you know, more good press than Litecoin as well as soon as these rockets go up, and you know, so when you when you look at uh when you look at it ideolog- ideologically. And uh, financially, it's like it gets me double excited about this coin. <laughs> who's who's running this thing? Who? Um, Colin Cantrell. Oh. Is he is he is he like? Would you call him one of the smartest guys in the room? It's uh, yeah, I would say if he was here, he would be the smartest guy in the room. No offense, guys. You know, but I mean, dude, th- I'm super offended. Dude, yeah, I was dude, say, all dude, dude this guy's taken. a ro- fucking rocket scientist, that was dude. A documentary reference. Dude, okay, <laughs> bro. Okay, so Colin Cantrell was building rockets with Elon Musk when he was 15. Yeah, it's definitely he's a really rocket fast, scientist. It's really Wait, fascinating. You got a crush on him? No, I'm just saying, dude. He's like fucking. He's fucking pretty cool, dude. You, I, I would check out some of his interviews. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, shit. I, I mean, wasn't didn't he come on uh, Tom Woods? Does he podcast? train jujitsu? Um, if he was on Tom Woods, I need to listen to that because I'm not I aware he of was, that. Because that's where I first heard about Nexus was on Tom Woods podcast, huh. and I was like, wow, this sounds really fucking cool. And like, I'm gonna have to look that up. I, I do not remember that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I I wish I could give you the episode number, but you know, he's got a thousand of those. So yeah, yeah, he does <laughs> over a thousand. So um, I think that's that's probably about all for this week. Um, I'd like to remind everybody that we now have a Patreon. Or actually, Jared. Patreon. Jared would probably really like to remind everybody. He, he's getting I'm so s- excited, dude. I got a, I got. I'm, I, I feel the same way about Patreon that you do about Colin Cantrell. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, it's uh, patreon.com slash punkrocklibertarians. And uh, you can, uh, you know, help us keep the lights on and maybe get a maybe get a free T-shirt in the process. Um, so, yeah, check that out. Patreon.com slash punkrocklibertarians. Yeah, totally. So, yeah, we've got the fucking Patreon going on. And then uh, we've also got the website, the dailyliberator.com. So the dailyliberator.com. So if you have something to say, we provided a podium for which you to say it and uh, just send uh, article submissions over there. And uh, if you're advanced, uh, if you're about advancing the ideas of uh, freedom and liberty, um, send them on over, you know, we'll, we'll probably want to post it. Yeah. And then uh, also we have t-shirts at libertariancountry.com. Mm-hmm. If you put in the code PRL or the code PRL podcast, you will receive a 10% discount on those t-shirts. 10%? And it, what? And it, yes. I shit, yeah, I shit you not. I shit you That's not, That's a no Phillip. shitter right there. <laughs> yeah, so until next time, live free or die. That is shed. Dredging the flags on the tax bombs and red. Was it by a few at the expense of the many? So did the gods and the machine. You can't justify killing by economic gain. For God, country, and democracy. You can put freedom and death point in a fine land. You support the troops that bring them home. I believe the jokes will do the best for you. And I believe that we. Have the power, have the power I hate the state And I know I'm a slave We can make the break Break the power, break the power Society of individuals Nothing more than not interference With natural rights With some virtuous person Comprehends the non-aggression principle. The violence in the state becomes obsolete. <laughs> <laughs>